Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And here with you, as always, is Katie Manning, psychic medium, myself. And um, also with us is our wonderful producer and friend, D. Scott. Hi there. And our other wonderful friend and co-host is psychic medium, Michelle lyons Lito. Hey, everyone. And Michelle, you're going to do the intro for our guest tonight. Yes, I'm so excited to have this guest on. We, we've known each other. Well, we you know uh, met a few months back doing a, a fair, psychic fair, and uh, just the response that Gina has gotten. Um, and like the feedback that I hear, it's just amazing. And so Gina Sabatini is here to talk about the emotion code. And this is something that I have the book. I'm sure okay. I find it fascinating, but you know how something works for you or you just don't have the knack for it. Mm-hmm. I just could never quite get the knack for it. And when I saw Gina uh, at Crystal Reiki doing emotion code, I get super excited. And then I met her and she's just, just amazing. So, Gina, welcome. And thank, thank you for coming on to talk about the emotion code. Thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah. Well, tell us all about this. I've never heard of this before. Okay. So, the emotion code, can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a way to um, the practitioner would connect to the subconscious mind and um, ask questions that would decode it's kind of like detective work to get down to what trapped emotions or limited beliefs are in the person's body that is maybe causing them pain or creating uh, havoc in their life um, or just not being able to connect to other people or have a great relationship it could be just about anything Anything so, <laughs> so are you getting a lot of that like are you reading the person is it, it kind of like intuitively doing um, medicine or going in or seeing it, helping them see it within themselves. I go in through, I connect to their subconscious mind. So if I'm doing it remotely, I, um, connect with them by using muscle testing or kinesiology as well. It's called. Mm. Some people use dowsing rods. Some people use pendulums. I use muscle testing that just works best for me. Um, and I may even say my name is and whoever I'm working with until I can connect to get a yes. So I ask the subconscious mind questions in either a yes or no question. That's it. Oh. And if, so the, if this person said, well, I've got a, this pain in my ankle and it's been bothering me, I'll, I'll say to them, well, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst, how bad is it? So they'll give me a number. We have a starting. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just go and ask the subconscious mind is there a trapped emotion we can release today that's connected to their pain in their ankle and so the subconscious mind may may take me to a heart wall which isn't not even connected to the human mind it's not connected at all to the ankle but it, it is connected somehow and so we might get through some trapped emotions of heart wall or limited belief to get to um why what's trapped into that ankle mm. oh okay that's fascinating, Gina. How did you get, how did you get into this? 
in the first place. Well, you know how that is. You just don't know. It's just all of a sudden it's right there in your life. Because <laughs> you that you is the, that is the truth. Yeah, it yeah. is the truth. So I've um I I started with Reiki, but then I got into um spiritual life coaching, which oh, is all about oh. going back into your past, we'll say in this life anyway, to get behind the thing, the other thing that's causing whatever it is you're creating in your life, which was great for me. I thought it was going to be great for all my clients, but it ended up being great for me. But it just <laughs> it was really involved with a lot of homework and assignments and reading that normal people just don't want to do. They want something quick, fast, let's get to it. I gotta, you know, go to Starbucks. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that it is like that, that there's a, it's a, um, almost like people need that, um, you know, shortcut or cheat sheet yeah. to even their own healing. And, yeah. and you know what, if, if we can kind of do that, that's, that's just another part or boon for our job to say, okay, we need to expedite this. Mm -hmm. so, you know, other people have things on their plate. Yeah. So did you always have a healing ability then Gina, even from the time you were a child? Um, I did. I just didn't realize it. Oh, so, gotcha. as one of my mentors said as white Eagle medicine, she said, the universe doesn't call the qualified. It qualifies the called. So I was, mm. yeah. Don't you love that? I love that. Love that. So all those lessons. I was born into a, a litter of puppies, which is what I always say. My mom had six kids in seven years. So Jeez. you could take whatever wow. over, you know, so there was a lot of dysfunction parents that were, you know, emotionally 12 years old, as most parents are, and just living in all of that really, you know, brought into a lot of uh, less than pleasant experiences in my life. So I was feeling, I felt like I was being qualified. And so now as this is all pulling together later in life, uh, most of the people that are coming to me had the same childhood I did. Wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I do believe that though, too, that it's a like attracts like Absolutely. in any of the healing modalities that you will feel almost like a kinship and they would be drawn to you um, for the, and where did you grow up? In Schenectady, New York. Uh, <laughs> me too. Goose Hill, Goose Hill is where I um, Yeah, that's interesting. I think that there's, a, it's funny because that area, you know, with everything else that's going on, it's going to New York with, with GE. There's a lot of people with ability, like kind of pocketed in this area. There's so much energy in that area. I'm always I agree. called to do clearing work, the, the high water table in certain areas. It's, it's oh, yeah, that's true, too. I didn't wild. even think of that. Yeah. So, so what's really interesting about the emotion code is, and I've had people say this, too. I don't practice mediumship, but I know when we're releasing a, an emotion that's inherited, I've had other people say, there's, there's ancestors in this room, and they're waiting mm -hmm. You release that emotion from the person you're working with, it releases from everyone else that it's linked to. So these ancestors are literally waiting at the door for their share. Of wow. That's, but you know what? That makes so much sense. And I think, Michelle, prior, you had brought that up where it was fragmented through even past lives mm -hmm. um, that we, we get those bits and pieces. And then when you're doing any of that clearing work, um, then it goes through the ancestors. So even yeah. that, we're you're kind of healing generational curses, so to speak. Because you, um, you, you that, that's really important. 
Because you have your physical DNA and your spiritual DNA. It's like, yes. sometimes you, it's, a, it's a wonder we can even function. With the absolutely, absolutely. But we've been chosen to stop the ancestral pattern. So. so you coming from a large family, um, you know, and everybody talks about their families being dysfunctional, but how have your family members received the work you do? And are they as evolved? as you are in the sense that they want that healing or do they want to just deny it? No, I, I just get a lot of eye rolls. We'll say <laughs> Me too. You know, the black sheep, the black sheep. Yes. Nice again. Oh boy. Yeah, that's, nice that is definitely me. Every holiday, every, everything that's happening, I'm saying, mm -hmm. well, you know what you should do? You need to do this and carry a crystal and, and, you know, clear that energy and make sure you, and, and everybody's like, Oh, with my son. Oh my God, mom, can we just be, can you just be normal and make me a sandwich? No, sorry, can't. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Not and gonna that, happen. And that's one of the reasons why we love doing this podcast is because you know we can be weirdos in our own families, but then we come together in this community and we're like, oh, we're normal here. Everybody we're, gets it, yeah, for sure. Normal here. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so the the trapped emotions can be preconception so you can come in as a soul with your own little backpack of trapped emotions already ready to go into this life you wow the emotion prenatally so when your mom's pregnant with you and she's going through something where she's not able to process you can grab that emotion for her and hold it and then it becomes mm -hmm. yours you can trap them within your life which is uh, an experience that happens uh, a trauma it, you know, it could be really big or not so big. It doesn't matter. But if you're not able to process the emotion, it becomes trapped. You can have it shared. So you can share a trapped emotion with someone else. So like people 9-11 downtown in New York City, they shared oh. the same emotions. Yeah. You can absorb it from someone else, too. So if you tend to be the empathic person mm -hmm. and your best friend lost their mom and, and they're grieving so much and they, they're not able to process it, you kind of absorb some of that for them and it becomes yours too. But once we release that, it releases from anyone that it's connected to. Each emotion is actually only linked to one event. Really? So mm. Thousands of trapped emotions of frustration, but they're only linked to one event. Each time in each one of those events that whatever that trapped emotion is, has its own vibration. Interesting. So you can even have trapped emotions that are combined with other ones. So you can have two or maybe three emotions that combine like colors, you know, yellow and blue make green and it becomes its own vibration. So you can have huh. what we call compound trapped emotions also. So you're like the emotion is a vibration. Is it, do you ever consider, does it feel like an entity ever to you? Like it takes on a, an existence of its own or um, is it more that, parasitic? That is, I don't really feel their, their energy. Um, usually if somebody's trapping it, they're not feeling much of anything because, okay. <laughs> you know, they, it's just trapped. It does become pain in the body. It can okay. come illnesses. It can come diseases. It can, it can become anything in that body. So uh, fibromyalgia, you know, all those um, unknown or the idiopathic, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds very much like when we've had Tim Owens on that there's a lot of things that go with the methodology of, of the homeopathy. And um, it, it has a very similar um, kind of energy. Um, 
one question I have with you doing this work, and I know you're probably really good about your almost like your healing hygiene or your psychic mm -hmm. hygiene, but do you wind up taking on or bringing home some of that trapped emotion? If I am not careful, if I'm working too much, mm -hmm. um, if I haven't drank enough water, if I haven't eaten correctly, yeah, I can. And, it, and I don't realize it until I walk in the door and my husband's like, looking at me funny <laughs> what's wrong with you today yeah, the dog's growling or something yeah, yeah. right right I'll, go outside. I'll be right back <laughs> Hold um yeah, yeah you had said something about we come here mm -hmm. and we can have that have you ever had um where a child being born in perhaps um the the embryo would have given some of that emotional code to a mother I don't know that the child, because the child already has it, they're not actually processing it. So gotcha, gotcha. It's not out of the possibility because of the, you know, the umbilical cord. I mean, we're all connected. Right, right. It is possible. I guess anything's possible. So when these, when these emotions become trapped in your body, they're about the size of your fist or an orange, and sometimes even a cantaloupe. And really? if you, you get enough of them in your body that they go to the weak areas, maybe you had surgery or, or, or you just have a weak back or it doesn't really matter, but they can become trapped um, in your body. And it's takes so much life force energy to keep those emotions trapped. It's like holding a ball underwater right. energy that takes. And you've got thousands of trapped emotions in your body. I it's, never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's it. You know, depression, and I can't stay awake. I, I wake up in the morning, and I'm just as tired as I was when I went to bed. And, um, but now the body code, which is another certification of this, goes deeper in. So it yeah. would be um, there may be trapped emotions that have thrown your kidneys off a little bit. Mm. Emotion in your spleen, or you could have a trapped emotion in glands and organs and tissues and in bones and muscles, it, they can go anywhere. Wow, this is this is far beyond. This is what I was reading and what I've studied over the yes. years. I, I was hung up on the magnets, Gina. I don't use magnets, so that's, that's what you told me. Because I'm yeah, like, I use my hands. Your hands are magnets. Here's your south and your north end there. Um, it, I just don't. I I don't know. I guess it's all about trusting your own body and that you have the abilities to do that. But right. That yeah. Um, now, also, when you grow up in a dysfunctional family, your nervous system is off, you have no one that you can count on, um, parents are physically there, they're not emotionally there, mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so much involved. As, right. children, we, as children, we know enough to protect our hearts, like we protect your ears or your eyes when there's a bright light or a loud noise. So when when a child has experienced something and they feel like this is going to hurt my heart, their body actually takes a trapped emotion hanging around in their body and builds a heart wall around their heart. Wow. Yeah. And just keeps building and building and building and building. And I'm sure we've all have seen or known somebody who you just feel like you can't get to them. You can't so get there. Mm. Get to them. And so, um, and I was one of them. So I, I wasn't able to give and receive love in a healthy way. So what happens at that point is as an adult, that person may be seeking what we call heart energy. 
So mm. they're looking for joy and happiness and they're finding it in alcohol and drugs and other addictions. I overwork. I, I look for love in the wrong places, whatever it is, that addiction, because it makes them feel for a second or two what they're not able to feel in their own heart. Right. So we can we can tap into that heart wall and just take it apart one brick at a time or one layer at a time of those trapped emotions um, to open up that heart energy. And I did a clearing on someone last year and it's it's a little bit harder to know with the heart wall if it's working or not. Mm -hmm. But one day when we had cleared his heart wall. And I said, what's different about your life? Do you notice any different differences? Mm-hmm. He said, well, you know, when I, I'm going to start to cry, but it's okay. <sighs> he said, when I take walks with my little girl, she holds my hand now. Oh gosh. Oh wow. So the of child course. was feeling it. I got you. Of course. So he was and how beautiful that he noticed it. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. What you do. Yeah. Gina, say someone comes to you with a with a, a really uh, thick heart wall. How like do they come to you for a while? How like how often do you usually see people in order to work through some of these things? So usually at the end of a session, I'll ask the subconscious mind, "How many days to process this?" Oh wow! Yeah, so it might be one day, might be three days. Usually, I, most people is the most it's been three days. But during those three days, they may feel fluish. They might feel tired. They may feel a little prickly. Sometimes some of those emotions coming up, like, why do I feel this way? But it's like, you know, it's a flu. It's going through you. You got to get it out. Let it out. Go outside. Go outside. Put your feet in the ground. Hug a tree. Do something. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. So Do they need to know when you're doing that, do they need to have um, (sighs) – the ability in most of it to release it, to remember it. No. So, Oh, okay. Okay. Thank goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Once is enough. Right. But Michelle, you had asked like how long once a week, every other, every other week is good. I usually do that one. Um, And sometimes just once a month, some Mm -hmm. people, you know, one session twice a year is enough for them. They just, aren't able oh. to let go. I mean, there's people out there who don't wouldn't know who they were if they let go of their trapped emotions because it's always the way I've been. You've heard that. This is just yeah. how I am. But, yep. Um, I don't know why. I, I can't be happy. This is just me. It's like, oh. Right, right. Dig down. <laughs> you, you said something I already, what was that you would ask me for that? No, I'm just wondering if the person had to remember whatever the trauma or the incident was where that came from right? and to be able to release it. So I'll ask the subconscious mind. Let's say we found an inherited trapped emotion, not inherited, a common trapped emotion that happened in her life. And I said, do we need to know more about it? And it usually says yes. Mm. I'll find out what age and I'll find an age. So let's say it's 13. And it's usually plus or minus a year. Okay, so your subconscious mind said that this emotion was trapped when you're 13. And um, I'll ask, do we need to know more? The subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the, the person will just automatically remember something, a name mm-hmm. or an event, or I remember, you know, we moved and we lost our home or something along those lines. Wow. And that's all we need. But if they don't remember, that's okay too. So years ago, kind of in a similar thing, I had gone to 
an applied kinesiologist who was also a chiropractor who you might know, um, Dr. Wayne, Dr. Wayne Hogan. Oh yeah. And he, he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he still practices. He's pretty, he, he was amazing, like really ahead of his time when I think about it. And at one point in doing the examination with the applied kinesiology and the allergies and things, and he was examining my body, he said to me, um, what did you do to your, what happened as a child to your skull or to your palate? And I kept thinking, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, something is not right. He said, I don't believe you were born that way. And he said, but the palate is not right. And blah, blah, blah. He said, I'm going to have to adjust it. And, you know, put on a rubber glove and he had a, he had to pop it in the roof of my mouth. Mm-hmm. When he did it, I remembered. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And it was, it was literally like, as soon as he, he popped, which was like, it sounded like a, like an explosion in my head. Yes. And as soon as he did that, I was like, Oh, I did that as a girl. I was on my bike, yep. you know, and I, you know, like ran into, and it was like, literally like, as soon as he said it, I, I remembered the whole in, entire incident. And he said, Oh, that, that's what would have done that. Holy this, actual, this actual technique was created by a chiropractor. Oh, wow. Okay. Bradley Nelson. Bradley so. Nelson. <laughs> yeah. now, do you, were you, did you practice, Gina, did you practice kinesiology before you started doing the emotion code? No. Wow. Just knew you had to do it along with yeah. it, which I think is really interesting. I did a year of Eden Energy, and I know there was a lot of muscle testing for that. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't test myself. I tested other people. Okay. And that's basically with the emotion code, they'll have you test other people. But knowing what I do from the Eden energy work is if your body's unbalanced, you're not going to get a true yes or no from that person. Right. It takes so much time to, to rebalance their body or for them to be open to take any, accept any answer. Some people don't want to know that they're housing mm-hmm. hatred or jealousy or something or lust. Mm-hmm. That's, can you can you describe to our clients actually two things the first part can you tell our listeners our clients excuse me our listeners about um what exactly applied kinesiology is and then talk about the methodology of like basically how you prepare and then when you're physically doing this on somebody what is that what does that look like what does the session look like Okay. Applied kinesiology is just being able to test certain, um, you know, eating energy. It's testing certain muscles. Like you might have a spleen or gallbladder test or anything along your meridian lines to test. Um, You get a strong answer or a weak answer for a yes or a no. Um, And it's a skill that you have to practice and really learn. That's basic, my understanding of the applied kinesiology. So If someone came to me, and this works for animals too, not just people. If someone comes to me and they're in my office, I'll explain to them what this is all about, um, both through everything we did about the different types of trapped emotions, what you may feel and what you may not feel, explain it to them. And then they lie down on my massage table. I have a massage table. And I, you know, uh, add some other things. I might put some crystals around them or I might apply some oils. You know, the lighting is different. Um, so we'll ask what's the most, let's say somebody came in and, and they've got a low back pain, Mm -hmm. say it's a seven. And so I'll ask, uh, I set my intention with all my guides and all that. And then I'll ask, um, 
ask the subconscious mind, is there an imbalance that we can release or a trapped emotion we can release today that's connected to this low back pain? Mm. It'll say yes or no. So I'll go, okay. So if I'm working with just trapped emotions, I'll say, is it in, is it in row A? Is it in row B or column A, column B? Is it one? Is it three? Is it five? Oh, that's interesting that you have your analytically created like a list. Yes. Well, actually it's kind of a map and an app. There's this okay. kind of, there's this map that I can use. I just got that map. Yes. <laughs> and then and the app I go deeper into, you know, circuits and systems and all that. But each of these rows, as you see there, Michelle, your organs actually produce those emotions that are there. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. So but that doesn't mean that it's trapped in there. It could be trapped in there. It might be trapped in your low back. So yes, that's exactly yeah. it. So I'll just say, is it in row? Is it an odd row, even row? We get to that. So let's say it's in three A three. Is it crying? Is it discouragement? Oh, it's a rejection. I get a yes for rejection. Okay. Is this a common? Is this inherited? Is it prenatal? Is it preconception? Is it absorbed? Is it shared? We find out which one it is. Do we need to know more? I'll ask that subconscious mind mm -hmm. to know more. We get a yes or a no. Um, and I'll say, I'll just ask the client to, do you want to know more about this? Mm. They, mm. That's interesting. Yeah. In the beginning, they usually say, yes, they want to know the story, but then they're just like, I, let's just get rid of it. They're kind of <laughs> like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, when I do soul fragment work with people, like people that come back, they have a lot of, you know, I do soul fragment, you know, past and present life and there's various dimensional stuff. And in the beginning, they want to hear it all, the same yes, thing, and they, they want the story. And it's funny because I, you know, I talk to my guides and angels. They talk to their guides and angels, and they give me the images and the pictures of things they need to hear. Yes. And because that way, I'm not, it's not, not up to me because I don't really right. want to make any decisions. Right, right, right. 100%. But, but sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll see something and I'll pause. I'm like, do they really need to see this? Because it's, mm -hmm. you know, that's what, right. when you get emotional. It's like some of the stuff is really hard, but you know, I ask it, I'll ask them. And then it's always, it's always healing. It's fascinating the way that spirit works with us with this. Yes. Yes. And some people I can release 30 emotions in one session. Wow. Some people it's 10. And I'll always ask, can we continue? Is it okay to continue? Mm -hmm. Is it okay to release this emotion? Even though we might find it, is it okay to release it? And then they right. might have a little story about it. And then I'll just go, okay, are you ready to release it now? After they've told me the story, because some of those stories are horrific. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have so, you, do you find, is there one that is, or an area, as soon as you get to Gina, you go, Okay, this is going to be like maybe it's grief or or something oh, yes. like that. Yeah, my my intuition will come in before my muscle testing, and I talk really mm -hmm. fast too. So I'll say I'm going to talk really fast because it leaves my earth brain in the dust. <laughs> yes, <laughs> talk really fast and go through this. But as soon as we get to that emotion, I'll slow down. But I'll go really fast because otherwise my mind is like, oh, I can't be that. So yeah, yeah. outsmart yourself. <laughs> I have to. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> So the actual release, is that through like the kinesiology or is that through you just uh, basically tagging it and naming it? Yep. So what happens is the subconscious mind kind of taps on that emotion, goes, hey, time to go. And I will um, 
swipe my hand on their governing meridian backwards, okay. part of it anyway. Okay. And that kind of opens the door for them to release it. So the governed meridians kind of connected to all the meridians. So it's just letting opening up the floodgates, we'll say that. Cool. And some people who are very sensitive will feel this emotion leave their body. They really will. Otherwise, most people, you know, they've got so many, they, they can't even feel their feet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You worked on one of my family members who came out of there with a, with a card um, that talked about how many generations back. Yes. And, everything. and yes. boy, that, that became a really helpful family discussion. Everyone sat and sat with oh. it. I was really impressed at how it was received. So if it's your family member, it really could have been linked to you also. Yes. So yes, it's amazing. Exactly. And so and as adults, too, we can pass these on to our children, too. Mm -hmm. so I'll usually ask, did you, you know, did you pass this to child one, two, three, how many children you have? And, you know, usually the answer that comes up, the parent will go, oh, definitely. That is one that they have trouble with. So. Yeah. It's pretty oh amazing. God. It really is amazing. Yeah. Do you find that people, I'm so sorry, Michelle, go ahead. Do you have children yourself that you, or family members that you do this on? Yes. When I had to do other certifications, I had to. <laughs> Yeah. Really and all. Okay, we're doing three sessions on you. Come on, come on. Well, still, you know, <laughs> that's great. Lucky yeah, kids yeah, benefit a lot if they're, you know, if they want it. But and it's something I can do this remotely too. So Ooh. I can somebody oh, that's nice. session on me. I'll do one remotely. It's kind of like distance Reiki, mm -hmm. and then I'll send them the results. But I have to have their permission. Right. As with any energy work, you understand that. So important. Yes. So important to have permission. Right. Thanks. And you're hearing when you're hearing that that, you know, like, yes, we need to go deeper. You're going to this column. Are you attributing that to your guides or their guides? Um, good answer. Good question. Um, I'm sure it's my guides. Just or it's the, the subconscious mind. I mean, do I need to explain what subconscious mind is? Conscious mind? No. Do we understand? No. No, I think I think we're good on that. But I think it's interesting because you know, years ago, I even before I probably before two thousand six, even when I started doing this professionally, I was hearing voices all the time, and they were talking to me. And I would literally say to people, like that I worked in with an office, they'd say they say. And finally, it was Sue Rank that turned and looked at me the one day, and she goes, "Who are who are they?" And I literally was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and it was it was amazing because I, I I'd heard they my whole life or them, and mm -hmm. it wasn't until reading John Edwards' book um, he talked about the gang, the crew, oh. and how he he works with different guides. He doesn't need to know their names, but they're always assisting and giving them the information. And it's not the the people's guides; it's his yes. that are giving directing him and giving them the information. And he said, when I hear them. It's as if I'm, you know, like reading a book and you're hearing it in oh, your head. Yes. And I thought, yeah, that's, that is, that is true. Unless there's somebody that's, you know, Italian or French or something that's got a, like a, um, either a different language altogether. Did you end up developing that skill? Because I've had where I'm like, who has the TV on in the walls? Because I hear voices. Mm. Oh yeah. Fine, fine tuning that so that I can pinpoint where it's coming from or who it's coming from a hundred percent. Okay. Otherwise, you go insane. It's like, oh, yeah, I think so. 100%. Yeah. 
So some of the benefits to the emotion code is yes. decreased stress. Like I've had people their first session go, I, I can't describe it, but I just feel so much lighter. Mm. It's, kind of, it's kind of tapping that pressure valve on the hot water tank kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Their pain decreases. Usually if it's been a pain that's been there a while, you know, they need a lot of sessions on that. It improves their relationships because now they're not reacting to what mm. other people are saying. It used to be like a knee-jerk reaction, over overreaction, you know, the road rage, that kind of a thing that is there's so much um, right. trapped, uh, so many trapped emotions in there. And again, it's as we know, we create what we think and what we feel. It's that same thing of, so if I have anger trapped in me and someone else is angry, I am just going to like, the our two angers are going to feed into each other. Mm. We're going to have a good old fight and just kind of <laughs> throwing flames at each other. Once. Yeah. It also helps with mental clarity. So people that I can't think straight kind of a thing. It clears the that I can, and I'll tell you something, not to interrupt, but I'm going to, but in this last year, you've probably seen more of that. We have seen more of that where mm-hmm. people are feeling very um, almost like oppressed or scattered, um, mm-hmm. confused. And it has to do with a lot of external energy. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's already a wound in the person, I oh, think yeah. it just kind of like increases it. And this year was a very tough year for people with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, also yeah. allows your body, the body, when we clear this out, it leaves room for the body to heal itself because we know we have it all here. We don't, right? Unless you break an arm or lose a limb, we don't really need um, treatment. Um, it helps to people embrace life rather than fight it or run from it. Again, it extends to all your family. So it's that drop in the water and the ripple effect. Mm. Um, and it gives the ability to give and receive love and, and extends that. Um, also, it helps us to connect better with each other. Mm, definitely. Earth with the earth. I mean, we are so disconnected from the earth. Um, it brings harmony in ourselves and in our environment, restores balance to the energies in your body. Um, and let's see, uh, you know, and last is our bodies know what to do to heal. But if all this stuff is in the way, we just, it can't be done. It's just not going to be done. That's all I can say about that. Have you found that there's places on the globe that either have always been doing this or it is more integrated into their culture or um, even their religion? Hmm. I don't know that this technique, I don't for sure. I I think Dr. Bradley's only come up with it in the last 10 years, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. But don't you think that um, like soul retrieval through shamanism yeah. is, is similar? Well, you're uh, studying, uh, with, you're studying yeah. with Barb, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree with that for sure. It's like a modern day soul retrieval in the sense. Gotcha. It is. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Modern day. And so. probably more needed more, more of that. There's probably more um, that is embedded mm-hmm. now that the normal soul retrieval maybe just couldn't get like through. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. Not many people are going to do the soul like the traditional soul re- retrieval. 
Right. And they want it quick and and fast. But also, (laughs) also is having the experience and knowledge from spiritual life coaching and someone comes in and this person makes me so angry and I can't believe they're so judgmental and blah, 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 blah. And so as we are releasing that from them, that what they're actually seeing is their shadow work. They're seeing their shadow work. Their what's bothered, what they see in others is actually what bothers them. They can't, they can't see it. But once they release all of that, they, it, there's just more compassion for people who are stuck in that anger, hatred, or judgments, or hmm. gosh, boy, that's insightful. Right. So if I should come into somebody who has a limited core belief, like maybe they have a belief that I'm never going to get anywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. And so that Mm -hmm. resonates in their body, it's vibrating, they build their whole life on it, and they grow branches and more trees off of that same core belief. And and so we can tap into that one too. And as we are pulling that out, this is more of the body code, as we're releasing that, I always ask them, let's find something to replace that. So let's Mm, put something good. And it has to be their words, not mine. So mm-hmm. we come up with something and then we we release it that way or, and fill it with that way. Also, if they if we find that someone has a cord to another person who it, we can find out who attached it, when it was attached. And mm-hmm. when we let when we release that, we always send light and love to the other person and explain to them what cording is and how it's dysfunctional to everyone. It's like cutting your right arm off and giving it to someone. And now you don't have a right arm. And they're like, what do I do with this? <laughs> right. That's a great way to think about the cording. Yes. Yeah. But it also follows the principle when we're doing like full moon, new moon, clearing different aspects of our lives that yes, you can clear that out. You can clear out or purge or release what no longer serves you, those pockets. But you better make sure that you're going to put something else better healing in that. Otherwise, you're just going to keep receiving the same thing in that receptacle in you. Right. Especially if, um, I mean, I always learned cutting the cords. We cut them abruptly and left. But that cord is like a vacuum hose and it's kind of flaring around looking for somebody else to attach to. To suck onto. (laughs) Right. Looking for that same energy. Yes. Jeez. But I can put on this with animals too, especially rescue dogs or cats. Do you work with them? Do you work with animals? Oh, you do. Oh, you'll have a line out your door from people I send you now with animals. Oh, I love that. I think that that's a biggie that they, that animals have the attachments and, and some people vibrationally, I think you feel it um, in them. And that's why when you get, uh, you know, one that they say, oh, they came from Tennessee or whatever, yes. and they've got like a fear of the rain, and they've got right. the fear, of, and like, and it's, it, and you're like, I've done everything right. to try and and please this dog or get this dog outside, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, the animal is just the mere reflection of what's going on in the human too. So true, right? So if we Do can work find- on some of your stuff, I'll help the animal. Do you find that the animals do take on some of our stuff trying to, to protect us and save us from yes. ourselves? As children do, too. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I had never really thought of soul fragment work with animals because I always think of animals. And 
I personally feel they're generally more spiritually intelligent than we are. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I was doing a, a clearing that I, every once a year I go out and clear this. Uh, um, it's uh, a rehabilitation stable for people and for mm -hmm. horses. And uh, something had happened there and a horse had witnessed abuse mm -hmm. and his behavior uh, had changed. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's like my, one of my spirit guides knocked on my head saying, hello. Yes. <laughs> what about, yes. so I did soul fragment work with that horse. And by time I drove home, it takes me about a half hour to get back. My phone was blown up with, oh my God, he's acting normal again. He's at his feet. He's standing. It was like, it was such an amazing experience. And it, it's like, why did it take me this long to even think of doing That's it? Okay. Yeah. You yeah. got it though. Yeah, was, yeah. Was, like, you got there. Yeah, knocking on my yeah. head. Yeah, one. because witnessing vi of violent trauma, witnessing trauma is just as bad as being in it. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Ugh. Yep. Yep. This is interesting. So, when with this too, have you found um, like the younger you get them, the better, or um, like as this person matures? Is it harder to remove those those body blocks? Um, it depends on what it is. Okay. Depends on what it is. Some people go, oh no, you know, I was raped in 20 years ago, but it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it is, but they just don't realize it. Right. Because just meet them wherever they're at is really what I do. Right. And and we know that culturally and spiritually that some people just as you were saying before they stubbornly hold on to things it's what they were taught yeah this is how my family is we've always been this way we've always been this way we're not huggers we're not you know um it takes wear that badge. somebody who's always been ill if they've been ill in bed for 10 years there it's going to take a long time for them to release these emotions and realize it's that comfort, comfort yeah, zone. they won't even know mm -hmm. who they are they don't know who they are. Um, have you ever, you said that you don't, you're not so much mediumistic, but has it ever crossed over that it has to do with some of these within the body that it is a, like a spirit attachment or is there something maybe within the environment, spiritually ghost that would be also doing some of these same things to them? Um, I don't feel that I would test for it if I can. Oh, interesting. It. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't practice that. So, I mean, when I first got attuned to Reiki, I was feeling all that and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to handle it. And I asked for it to stop and then mm -hmm. it, it never came back. So I'm like, okay. Like I was doing a Reiki session. I was one woman and I kept feeling this heavy, heavy male energy. Yeah. Like, you know, is your, everything okay with your father? Yeah. How about your grandpa? Yeah. I'm like, okay, but I'm feeling this really heavy energy. It's, I feel like it's knocking me over. What's going on? She goes, oh, I put my horse down two weeks ago. Oh. Like, well, he's in here. <laughs> That's heavy. And, and she, right, presenting almost like a human energy. That's interesting. Yeah. Jeez. And it's interesting that you chose, like, okay, that's not like the field of expertise or the, the area that I need or want to focus on, right. I'm going to work on things in a different way. Yeah. Um, the, and I think that that's a wise thing because I think sometimes it just doesn't resonate and it gets confusing. 
yeah. yeah the shotgun approach isn't always effective right. for a practitioner right, right. so it becoming because of where i came from from emotional dysfunction where i grew up i just felt like that was my niche and that's mm-hmm. what i wanted to help people with their spiritual and energy body not the physical body although that's mixed in there together but right right especially going into the holiday season yes um do you have certain times of the year speaking of that that it it seems that you are working more or or busier like michelle and i talk about with us all the time well right now i believe i'm also a grief coach and and a life doula so this is oh wow you really do it all girl we'll have you on to talk about end of life doula yeah 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 so, you know, well, all that, that grief right now, this is the season of the grief. It's the long meridian. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get a lot of that. Um, right now I am very busy, but it really, it depends. I, I, you know, you try to make rhyme or reason out of it. but Yeah, we yeah. we found in, from the very beginning, both Michelle and I, in our careers, that um, we, we hit about August, September, and the phone calls like the veil is thinning and the phone calls for hauntings and people wanting to connect with their loved ones is and you're heading towards the holidays, but it's increasing. And then by the time we hit Christmas or December, it's, I don't know about Michelle like this year, but it's all haunting stuff. It's all like, you'd think it was around Halloween. It's not, it's always Christmas that people are talking about weird phenomenon, seeing somebody in the house, lights going on and off more haunting Kind of behavior and then as soon as we hit new year boom quiet. it just quiets right down then it's relationship stuff <laughs> yeah then it's relationship right then it's relationship it's like life looking things like what do i want to do what do i want to be do i want to stay in this relationship or, or how do i get a relationship yeah that's funny i never thought of that <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll notice those types of kinds of years coming in but um Basically, I'll just call one of my friends up. What's going on? Like, what yeah, are you doing? That's what we do. <laughs> Michelle and I will message Alex Bradley, and we will literally in a, be at a three-way conversation um, through Facebook, and I'll be like, what in the hell is happening right now? Because I'm getting this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, what are the planets up to? And he'll be like, hang on, and then come back and, and fill Michelle and I in. I think one of the most profound times was um, – going through a lot back in 2015 and it was probably like maybe just before 2020 and I literally started hearing from everybody I thought had I basically had eliminated from my life and when I say heard from them it was like 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 almost no time had passed and I finally after like the fifth person whether it was clients or personal contacted Alex. I'm like, what in the hell is happening? I haven't heard from these people since 2015 and thought that door was closed. And he, he did that. He said, Oh, every single planet right now is exactly the same thing that it was then. Oh. So it brought it back full circle. And it was like, ah, uh, he's like, obviously you didn't, you didn't do everything you're supposed to with that. So, you know, like get to work. Damn Saturn. <laughs> yeah, Dan Saturn. I'll get a month of, I call it the theme of the month is, <laughs> where, yeah, like everyone has the same problems yes. or the same issues, the same wounds, we'll say. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. We, we had that too, Michelle and I would say that it's the same areas. Mm-hmm. So like all at once I'd have like a bunch of phone calls from Amsterdam mm-hmm. and then all, then it's from like Ravina. 
And it's not so much like like you'd think maybe they're referring your name and they're all in that pocket. They don't know no, they other. don't know each other. It's wow. wild. It is wild. Yeah. You know, it just it goes to show how much we're, I mean, we're kind of dancing on the surface of understanding any of this stuff. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Oh, we don't know, but let's go. Yes. Yeah, let's go. Right. Well. I'm glad I don't have to micromanage it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most interesting times that ever happened was back when I first started and I was going to houses, Gina, all the time. And I was um, in succession at like four different homes, but in the Duanesburg area. Mm-hmm. And 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 all different socioeconomical. Like one family that they literally lived in double wide. In other words, an old farmhouse, but beautiful, grand. And at the end of each one of those readings, and these people didn't know each other, they said, "Oh, and can I ask you about the aliens?" Oh. And it's like, what? Oh. And they said, "Oh, in the back we see the lights." And I'm like, "Do you know like the Hendersons?" And they're like, "No, I never heard that name before." Because then I started thinking. Well, maybe they all know each other and that's that's a part none of them knew each other and it was all pocketed in that area and it was one of those first times that i kind of had you know that seems to happen not so much with asking about aliens but they all reported having the same visions in that area mm-hmm. and um experiencing oh like- generations generations and generations like if people owned the same land was happening over and over again but they they wanted my insight on it i'm like uh that is a whole other bag yeah. of marbles that i don't even i don't even get into i could probably refer you to people but yeah that's that's insane yeah but it was that same thing like the theme yeah yeah oh my gosh and the themes a lot of times it's like oh it must be in the water <laughs> yeah that's right yep yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah, very interesting. Gina, um, do you teach as well? Do you teach emotion and body code? No, I'm. That's a. Um, I have a contract with them that I'm not teaching. They have their own instructors. I will go to a place and I'll demonstrate what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Like I did one on heaven, uh, heaven and earth on in Clifton Park. Uh, I think it was in October, um, mm-hmm. and just gave everybody a quick, you know, five emotions release so they can feel it. Oh, cool. and, and there was one woman there who, I, you know, I didn't know any of the people there, but she said, uh, do you see spirits? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't practice that. Lots of people do, but that's not me. She goes, well, I don't see them, but I feel they're all over. They were next to that person there, that person and that person. That one, I think it was a grandmother type she's going on. And they were all very curious as to what was going on. But then there was a sense of relief, she said, so. Really oh right the ancestors again right so, kind of assisting yeah. and getting that as well so who does or where do they go if our listeners are interested where do they go for information about starting training on something like this um discover healing mm-hmm. would go yes or you could just type in emotion code and find that is this still taught like by Bradley Nelson and the people? Yeah, that it, basically his staff. Yes. And there's three levels. There is emotion code, the body code, and they just completed the belief code. Oh, interesting. Okay. And you do that remotely or is that in person? Uh, remotely. They're all, you know, they're modules that they have and you have to have so many clients. I think for the body code I had to have, I think it was 57 sessions done. Wow. Yeah, it's, wow. it's they give you six months to complete it. Um, and um, let's see, you're not allowed to charge for those two. So those mm-hmm. sessions are all done free. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. 
you had to do, I think, five animals to, to kind of oh. get into that. Oh, that's really interesting. That yeah. is. Yeah, I like that, the, the setup of that. And then if people want to meet or see you, how do they get in touch with you, Gina? Well, I have a website. It's ginaswisdomcenter.com. They can get a hold of me there. They can text or call me. Um, I have an office in Clifton Park on Grooms Road where I'll see people in person. Or it's a wellness center that I'm in. And if, if it's an animal, I usually do it remotely. Okay. I don't allow animals in that building, but... Oh. Sometimes people in the parking lot. Grooms, Grooms Road itself, I know that it's not your thing, is very haunted. Oh, my that God. Whole, yeah. That whole area is so haunted, active. It's hard to drive up that road. I get, like, wonky. I feel... Me, uh, too. Disjointed. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't know yeah. what's up and what's down. <laughs> now, what's what's the most interesting animal you've ever worked on? Hmm. Like a bird or something? No, I've only done cats and dogs so far that I know. Yeah, just cats and dogs right now. But I have heard, I would love to work with horses. I just haven't had the chance to. I'll, I'll hook you up with someone. <laughs> yeah, the horses would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know they're great. They're, I, I love them. Me too. Amazing. amazing but. Now, I think it would be very helpful. I'm, I'm sorry, Michelle, but like on something like if you went to a place like SeaWorld or you know, with the dolphins or something, something like that, because I, I, I bet you that there's a lot there as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. between the water and the, you know, yes. all of that. I remember going to a sea, uh, was a sea turtle rehab place and just crying because, oh my gosh, just those sea turtles. And they respond right. to energy so well. When Paul yeah. and I were on our honeymoon, we went, uh, we were in Maui and there's this place called Turtle Town. So we went snorkeling there mm -hmm. and these massive leatherback turtles and we we're kind of swimming above them. Mm -hmm. And I, I said to Paul, I wonder what would happen if I sent one Reiki? <laughs> well, it's about six feet underneath me. And I went, I, you know, I did the, the yeah. hand uh, symbols and I sent the Reiki and didn't that turtle go with his big head and look oh, up yeah. at us and it banked right up. But then I got a little scared. <laughs> What's going to happen? She's going to float away on his back. Yeah, follow us right. like all over the place. Yes. So oh, that's so funny. Oh, gosh. It was really cool. We wanted more and more. That's beautiful. Yeah, you'll be snorkeling with uh, with turtles soon. Mm. Maybe. That would be pretty beautiful. cool. That would be beautiful. Yeah. That would be nice. That yes. would be nice. Um, anything else, Gina, that our clients um should know or listeners should know to connect with you or if they're kind of in a stuck place in their lives like the things that they can finally say okay this is this is the modality i need i always um, believe people hear it and they resonate with it yeah they just connect with me and you know i can uh they can call me up we can have a little conversation and see if it's a good fit for uh, for each other um and a lot of it is there's no shame or judgment on what those emotions are. We're all here. For mm, that's excellent. Important. We're all here for a human experience and there's no right or wrong emotions. They just are energy in motion and they have to move through your body. They generate in the organs, they move into your body. They come to thoughts in our head um, and just let them out. It takes 10 minutes to release emotion. 
But if you hold it down, it takes 12 years or 30 years or 40 wow. or 50 years for it to come out. Jeez. So, wow. And Gina, yeah, I think we're I think we're all due. <laughs> I think so. Gina, you want you uh do um the psychic fairs. Mm -hmm. I hate to call them psychic fairs, but they're, yeah. they're the readings or the the mini sessions at Crystal Reiki with Suzette. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and that's where we met. And I, I love that. People say, Oh, why do you do those? It's a good place, you know, good people. And since there are many sessions, I, I like to do those because it and plus we're going going to Amsterdam. So people who might not be able to come and see me that want to go in person yeah. and there are many sessions. So people yes. can get a little yes. little bit, a little sample. Mm -hmm. So and uh yeah, so just you know, check out Crystal Reiki, the website because Gina's usually there and I'm yeah. usually there. We got awesome. We were lucky to share a room together. That yes. That oh, was, that's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So, I think we had Raven, there. Raven with us too, the palm reader. That was wonderful energy. Oh, she's lovely too. Yeah. She's a sweetie. Did you have her? I was up with uh, upstairs last time, and with uh, Angelique that was there, and she's just watching me. Oh, <laughs> you were my thing, and she's like. I'm looking there and she goes, and all of a sudden I see a Native American guy over there. I see one there. One's over there crouched in the corner. She thought I was pulling them out of the people. Oh. I don't see, you know, again, I, I don't see them. I'm just doing my job. You're doing your do. And then I said to the woman, are you Native American? Angelique goes, I thought I was going to fall off the chair. Oh, that's crazy. Angelique I love so it. She was wearing all red that, that time, wasn't she? She yes, has her blue or something. She's, yeah. She's a fancy dresser. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun out there. Yes, it Good. is different people, so it's fun. Well, wonderful. Gina, thank you so much for coming on tonight and sharing with our listeners and with us. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. And again, please say your website again for people to connect with you. It's ginaswisdomcenter.com. G-I-N-A-S, Gina's Wisdom Center. Beautiful. Thank, you, thank so you so much. Have an amazing holiday. And thank you, Michelle Lyons Polito, for being my amazing friend and psychic medium. And thank you, D. Scott, for always helping us get these things set up. I appreciate so, you. So patient with us. Yes. <laughs> great job. I know. Can't great job. And thank you to all our listeners for your suggestions. Please keep it going. Um, love it when we're at events. Um, was at a show recently and somebody uh, ran to the back room where I was and they said, I just wanted you to know, I listen to your podcast and I love it. I keep binge it. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. So and we, I love it when we hear that and that people love the topic. So please keep us, um, you know, updated on what you want to hear about and continue to share us, like us, subscribe mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, Everybody, I hope you all have a beautiful holiday season, no matter what you're going through, and you enjoy each moment with your friends and family. So thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye.